0: love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an
1: ant. Those who ant. Those who ant. Hello, and welcome to Those Who Ant, a podcast to help you see the world through ant-colored glasses. My name is Aunt Pat.
2: And I am Auntie Mags, and uh, we are thrilled to have you here and to be here.
1: That's the truth. Now, nothing happened to me at all this week. Did anything happen to you, Mags?
2: Tell me if this is a normal thing. But there's some construction going on around my house. And the construction crews came in. You know, they put up their tow signs, all of that. But then all of my garbage cans disappeared. All of them. Recycle bins, garbage cans. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I got nowhere to put anything. I am at my wit's end.
1: Okay. So what what happened was that they took your trash cans. They took them. They took them. They took them. They took them. Now are they you think they're redistributing them like Robin Hood where they think that you have too many cans cuz you know you do have you do have a number of cans
2: Listen I got cans that won't quit The issue is I had two one recycle bin one trash can Then they disappeared so I reached out to the city and I said my cans are gone and then they supposedly sent me two more cans but guess what they never showed up And also this is real. I couldn't leave my apartment today because there was a quote, a dangerous man in our backyard. And I don't know if that guy's got the cans. I don't know. This is bigger than me. It's bigger than all of us. And it's, something's going on. And I don't know. I but also, where am I supposed to put my trash, and my recycle?
1: I'm going to bring you a couple cans.
2: Would you do that?
1: I'm going to bring gonna you get them. Huh? Where are you? <laughs> Lowe's. Lowe's. I'm going to go to Lowe's. I have to go there anyway. I have to go there anyway because um, I'm going to get a, a hummingbird feeder.
2: <gasps> you should. You know, you remind me of a hummingbird because you got that energy, you know, and you kind of just don't stop moving. And, y- you know, you just, and you love sweets.
1: It's Claritin. That's the secret. You know, I used to only take Claritin when I was feeling congested, and now we take it all the time. I'm never tired.
2: That's a little bit scary, but because that's what they make uh, crystal methamphetamine out of.
1: Oh, I get guys, that. I, I get that. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet those people are never, co- uh, you know, uh clogged up, uh, you know, I have. I used to have the sniffles all the time. I've, I haven't had a sniffle in two years. Thank you, Claritin. You know, they say you should invest in things that you're passionate about. I'm passionate about Claritin now. I don't know if I could buy stock in that company, but I will. And I'm going to get you some cans and I'm going to get you a hummingbird feeder because you're going to enjoy it. And then we can send video back and forth. Oh,
2: that would be great. I would love to share videos of similar birds doing similar things with my very best friend. I would love that so much. But I want you to be aware of you you do sound like you're on speed but you did raise an important question which is do people who happen to use crystal methamphetamine have no sinus problems because i know they've got dental problems and also if you're listening to this and you or someone you know is doing crystal methamphetamine not just because we care but also because we want to know reach out to us and we'll ask you about the sinus thing but then we'll also help you get some help because you know what are we here for to help that is why we're here speaking of helpful helpful Oh my stars and goddess. I, this, our guest today is one of a kind. And I mean that because I've never met anybody like them, but also because I've never met anybody like them. I feel like it's easy to say that about anybody. Not true about everybody. Absolutely true about our guest. So, ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, but however you identify, please welcome to the show, cousin
0: hi everybody Ugh,
2: it is so good to see you oh i'm so excited to be doing this what a what a break from the huge your day-to-day life is a mystery to me even though we've been you know we've known each other for quite some time now all of us your day-to-day life is a true honest to goodness mystery to me and that's one of the things i love about you
1: i don't even want to know because i like that it's such a mystery you know it's like your your own um, what's that show uh, Murder She Wrote. Your your own Murder She Wrote.
0: Yeah, I've never seen that.
1: Oh my god. Oh. Oh my god. I'm gonna you Google. I'm, I'm gonna Google how you get it.
2: Uh, it's hard to find, but it is on something. Maybe it's on one of the one of the streaming things. I will say this: Jessica Fletcher, played by the incomparable Mrs. Potts. What is her name?
1: uh and. Anne Landry.
2: Angela Lansbury, it's incomparable, Angela Lansbury, but also incomparable as Mrs. Potts.
0: That's a great name.
2: she's a teapot, is the thing, but Jessica Fletcher, also a great name. Jessica Fletcher, she lives in a town called Cabot Cove, and I don't know why it seems like such a nice little East Coast town, adorable, I think it's in Maine or something, but the thing is, there's a lot of crime there, and you're like, why but thank goodness that crime happens where there's a gutsy, kind of brassy older woman who's just there to like find people and capture them. And it's fortuitous that a woman with such a good mind for solving crimes is in a town that looks quaint, but there's a seedy underbelly of crime and murder all the time.
0: And does she does she capture them herself?
2: She's usually there when the person's apprehended. I've not seen any citizens' arrests, but she's there. Powerful.
1: Oh, you know. So powerful. I wonder if Angela Lansbury um, was created by Stephen King, because he lived in Maine, and it was always a small town that seemed fine, and then a vampire moves in. you know? So I feel like Angela Lansbury maybe um, was uh, maybe the softer side of Sears, but the softest side to Steve King. Well, Angela Lansbury's the real person, right?: So I don't know.
0: And you know, I don't know. I've never watched Stephen
2: King. But I think you could feel it. That's the thing about you. This, because of your gifts and such, I think you could feel it.
1: Uh, cousin, do you think, do you think, do you think the city's just taking a cans back? Do you think maybe Meg's did something wrong with a cans or, um, or, what do you, what, what, okay, cousin, because you think a little differently than the two of us. What should she do about this can thing? Well,
0: you know, my feeling here is trust your intuition. You know, if you think the city has taken it, then the city has probably taken it. And if we know anything about the government, it's take, 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 take. You know, and you're a good person and think about how much they're taking from you. That's why we have to decentralize.
1: Yeah, when you say descent, because you've said, you've said that before, decentralized. And I have to be honest, I've nodded my head, but I I, I really want to be up front. I don't know what that means.
0: I love that because I love explaining it. When I say decentralized, I don't mean it in any kind of way you've heard before. Um, I mean, here's the government in the center, and here's everybody else. I need the government to be standing with us. Decentralize.
1: Okay. Yep. Does that do it? Um, I saw your hands. So you're saying, like, take the government and sprinkle them around. Like if you were decorating a cake, you wouldn't just put sprinkles in one area. You would put sprinkles all over the cake. So you're saying, you know, just like we're people, as people were decentralized. So why isn't the government decentralized? Exactly. And to
0: kind of complicate it, you have to think about those sprinkles. Each sprinkle has... $100,000 in it. So, you know, one person is going to get a slice of that cake and they're going to become a billionaire. Unless those sprinkles are
2: everywhere and then everybody's getting a $100,000. Decentralized. I heard what you said. It makes a lot of sense. But I also want to say this right away. My mind went going. You know how it runs off on its own. Because when I heard you put money into sprinkles I immediately thought of, remember in that place in New York when you could get... Uh, like a gold you could get gold chicken wings that's new that one's new but you could also get like gold on a sunday and it costs like 150 200 and you could get it but when you said that about money being food that's what i thought of and so i i know in my heart that you're right but i gotta be honest i got i just got a little hungry and i stopped
0: well i don't want to make you feel bad for bringing it up but don't eat that gold why it it sticks to your bones
2: to your bones to your bowels
0: it sticks to your bones. sinks oh. right through the skin, sticks to your bones. I know a guy that had all of his muscles removed, and the bone was pure gold.
1: Holy God in heaven. Was that an elective surgery to have his muscles removed?
0: Yeah, he took a pretty hard tumble, so he just wanted to see.
1: Did they put him back in there?
0: Oh, they put them back. But, you know, you, you take them off, and they, they come back different. Yeah. Like, you know how-
2: like a bicep. Oh, No. Yeah. You know you know how we say people are all worth the same. I don't know if that's true about this guy because it sounds like he may be he's squirreling away gold in there.
0: I mean when he when he passes he won't need to have any money in his will allotted he's just gonna be selling off limbs. holy crap,
1: I gotta say. I like this idea for other people to get the $100,000, but I got to say, you know how they say um, when people win the lottery, you know, like, um, you know, it's a, it's a cruel thing to say, but you know, they say if people win the lottery and they're, you know, like the pre-programmed to be poor, then they lose it all and all that. I think I'm like that. So I would love if, if we all get $100,000, I'm just going to give mine to Mags because she's better with money. Thank you so much.
2: What, but if we all did get $100,000, what would we all do with it? Niggery cards. What? Memory cards.
0: Yeah, like the ones you put in a camera, uh, ones you can put in a computer. That's like endless
2: storage. That's really smart. I thought you, you were going to say those flash cards that help you improve your memory. I love that idea.
1: Genko Bloba. You're supposed to take it, yeah. Now, cousin, I, I feel like you do a good job of um, really opening minds. And are you. I think, what, I think what you're saying is storage is the currency of the future. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes, exactly. Storage is the currency of the... I mean, you think about the cloud and how you have to pay more now for all this storage on the cloud. Well, why am I paying more to have all my stuff go into the sky when I could be paying to have it on little cubes in drawers in my house?
2: That's smart. That's smart. Also, if you keep... I don't know if you got any nudie judies in there, but if you keep pictures of yourself without clothes... Would you want them in the sky or would you want them on some sort of memory stick or memory card or whatever? I would say, keep those close. You know, I don't know if you, if that's your thing, it may or may not be. And you know what? Also, if you're listening to this podcast and you heard me say that, do you have nudie judies and you were judgmental? You could see yourself out. This is sex positive podcast. We do not judge people. I don't want my nieces and nephews and niblings doing it. But if you are an adult, and you want to say, I got off on a tangent, but you understand what I'm saying. I could go for a nibbling right now.
1: I feel like yeah. maybe Judy Garland in her declining years did do some nudie Judy's. That could be where the
2: term comes from. I heard that somewhere. I love it. Isn't it fun? I remember what it was from. Orange is the New Black. Season one, when I loved it.
1: Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Orange is the New Black scared the poop out of me because I thought, oh my God. I can't even believe that this is really what it's like. Because I thought, ugh, I thought. Okay, if you throw a bunch of people who identify as women into a place together, we're all going to understand that we have to look out for each other. And here it is. It's chaos. It's chaos. I
2: I, I, I can't. Pat, Pat, you safe? You safe. Take a breath. Take a breath.
1: I just feel like my taxes or something's going to get me. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be in that dormitory with half rooms. I'm going to go, oh, God. I'm going to be... S- swinging my puss around here just to make it through another day.
0: You know, prison is another example of something we simply must, say it with me,
2: decentralized. Decentralize. decentralize. Hey, Pat, real quick, what did you just say?
1: This decentralize. decentralize. I tried, I forgot what it was, but I wanted to be with y'all. Now... Cousin, when you say that, are you kind of like, you don't remember the Revolutionary War where all of the soldiers had to be quartered with people? So if we decentralize the thing, will everyone have to just take in someone who's broken the law? Now, I'm not saying I'm opposed to that, but, you know, it's going to take some getting used to, although I would love the company.
0: You know, something to think about is that, you know, most people who have broken the law already have places to stay. So we don't have to take them in as some burden. They've got
2: houses. They've got apartments. They've got, you know, sad but tense. Maybe this is a good time to say, you know, we support our houseless nieces, nephews, niblings, whoever you identify as. We support you. We love you. I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but if you are, we love you.
0: Houseless but not forgotten.
2: Now, if we... Why doesn't that word stick in my head? What is the word again? Decentralize. Yes, yes. Decentralize. If we decentralize... Would that mean that just everybody who's bad just kind of stays home and bad? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Well, what if the thing you're doing bad is that you're hurting the person or people you live with? Then what do you do?
0: You put them in a house with their parents.
2: The person who did the crime? Yeah. Yeah, make that happen. Yeah,
0: You put them in the house with their parents. One, because that's punishment. And two, because if they remain violent, you can only hope they take it out on their parents who maybe made them violent. And then it's full circle, decentralized.
1: I'm worried that maybe one day my niece might be courted with me and I'll be punished. I love her so much and I would welcome her with open arms, but I'm also so afraid of her.
2: Yeah. The thing about Tina, though, is I think, remember, every week we talk about Tina and I say this, I think that kid's got potential. And if she were to turn to a life of crime, like legitimate crime, not just like stealing tampons and pants and stuff, but if she were to, to turn to a life of crime, I really believe in my heart she would be a good criminal. She's good at what she does. So I don't think you've got to worry about her getting caught. Yeah. Can I
0: try to share a vision with you that I have <gasps> a yeah I'm getting one really strongly right
2: now. Um, she's not wow. even a pet. She's not even a pet Oh totally. for those of you don't know we well after you share your vision, don't lose it. Hold on to it. We should explain how we know you and, and exactly how gifted you are.
0: I don't know if Tina's ever talked to you about this before, but um, she has a gift. She's gonna be an RN. <sighs>
1: A resident advisor? No, that's, that's, RA. that's R-A. Oh, and R-N is, again, what is it?
0: I, I think that means registered nurse. I didn't see her doing anything. I just saw the, the, the letters R and N in my, in my head, and I have to just take that as they come.
2: Oh, wow. It could also mean right now. Yeah, that's what I first thought of was that song by Van Haga. Not Van Halen, Van Haga. It, you know that one where it's Crystal Pepsi? You know that one? Where it's Crystal Pepsi. You know the one. But, okay, registered nurse. She does care for people. You might not know this cousin, but Tina steals and then kind of redistributes for money tampons and pads to people. She'll steal them in bulk and she'll redistribute, which we, first we were like, I'm worried about her. But then we were like, she's almost... She's like 85% Robin Hood in it with people who, you know, won't help their kids with their periods and stuff. And
0: maybe that's the RN part about it that I'm also seeing is Robin Nud.
1: Robin Hood, Robin Nud. I love that. Robin Nud, pince of Neves. She's kind of decentralizing uh, tampons and pads. I guess that's what she's doing. I'm afraid she'd end up one of those nurses, you know, when they're like, oh, Hey, look at this woman who's a nurse. Uh, she killed 70 people because. Ratchet. Because she got. Huh?
2: Ratchet. On Netflix? Nurse Ratchet?
1: Oh, I can't watch my Netflix because my antenna's out. But it's like one of those nurses who was like, ugh, I got overwhelmed at work, so I suffocated 70, 70 grandpas. I
0: don't think it'll be like that for her.
1: Okay. You just let me know. Because, cousin, be honest. Because if you see something like that coming, just let me know because I, I want to be prepared to deal with that eventuality if it happens but i, I love are let's let's just go that she's going to be a good nurse that's so nice i i know she has time to turn it around
2: there's nothing but potential in your niece i think she's going to be great and if she is a nurse and if she is one of those ones who what do they call them angel of death if she's an angel of death that's hey that's still angel and also oh, you know why were there that many grandpas in one hospital what happened there i want to mi- know the story
1: it might have been a grandpa's only Nursing home. You know, so they don't sex around so much?
0: Well, one, they could still be sexing. Men can love men. And two... And they should. Even if she was killing them off, you know, that's just something that has to happen to populations sometimes. And where I'm from, you know, we would have to go out... Well, not me. I'm afraid of guns. We would have to go out and kill deer to make sure that they weren't all, you know, making love to each other too much. In the fall and summer and sometimes spring
2: yeah you know what that's called i just learned this it's called the culling which sounds like a stephen king book that would then be turned into a movie that could potentially involve angela lansbury the culling yeah we should that film i'm sure i could direct i believe you could direct because you have well a you've got a vision and b there's you're so good at taking charge you're so good when you're at the helm
1: yeah it brings me to how we how we all met together because this is interesting we're in the park out on a constitutional meaning a walk and here we have this beautiful person yelling at people in a supportive and loving way and what it was what it turned out to be was a workout Uh, kind of thing. And we were transfixed. I mean, we stood there, then we actually sat down and I took out, I had those little Sutter homes in my purse and we sat and we watched and I thought, I cannot take my eyes off this person. I am drawn to them like a moth to a flame.
0: Well, thank you. You know, I I felt really drawn to the both of you when you were walking by. I, I remember I was yelling supportively at someone who was on the ground doing a plank and I saw you two walking and I said, those look Like, best friends. I hope I can weasel my way
2: in there. And boy, I feel like I have. It didn't take much. It didn't take much. I think both of you... Okay, look. This uh, song... This is a song from the movie Better Off Dead. That... I don't know if you've seen it. And it's so good. And I don't p- presently have love. But if I did, then I would th- feel this song maybe if I had loving feelings for somebody. But it's here's, it, here's how it goes. Ready? It goes like this. I've been arrested by you. Take me in. And it's so good. And then it cuts to, you know, Lane Maya playing saxophone for the French girl in that uh, burger place. It's such a romantic song. But that's how we felt when we met you. You have this draw it's magnetic we were like what, you know what oh, oh you know what it's like when a vampire
1: glamors you but good what's the verb there glamor glamour glamors you when a vampire glamors what does that mean
2: yeah yeah oh god it's it's so okay so it depends on which kind of vampire thing you're watching but in true blood which turned out to be garbage and Winona Earp, which is like so good. And if you're queer and you're listening to this show, Winona Earp is for you. Especially if you're a queer lady, Winona Earp, it's so good. Anyways, um, I just want to help. In their worlds, and I'm sure in some others, vampires have this like thing about them where they like can glamour you, where they like charm you immediately, and then you're like under their spell. You can only get out from under it when they die, and you glamor us, but good. I don't want to die. No, 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 that's not what that meant. Okay. You're safe. Well,
1: well, thank
0: you then. I love that.
1: Then we find out, you know, we hung around until you were done and we, you know, wave and then, and then when you came over and and we, and we chatted, then we find out that you are a renaissance person. You do it all. I mean, truly, I I was like, who is, I got glamored. Oh God. I got glamored. I really did.
0: See? It works. Well, I appreciate you lady saying that because, you know, I don't think of myself as a Renaissance person. I think of myself as very, very modern. Very much so. If I may,
2: I think when Pat said Renaissance person, I think she meant that you are well-versed in many different, you have skill sets coming out the cans. By the way, if anybody knows where my cans went, you have your hands in a lot of different baskets. Is that a saying? And you are so good at everything you do.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Uh, You know, a big part of that for me is uh, when I was younger, I knew that I was special, but I didn't have any proof. So I just kind of kept doing things, you know, kept trying things, kept eating, kept drinking water, kept performing. And by performing, you know, I mean, playing sports, dancing, being the funny one, and uh, and you know, here I get to adulthood, and it has paid off because I'm good at all of those things. And one of the things that I didn't try until adulthood was, which of course, you, know, you guys know, is talking to animals.
2: But also them talking to you, if I'm not mistaken, right? There's oh, a clairvoyancy. They, they
0: talk back. They talk back, and it's crazy. And they most of them speak pure English.
1: Yeah. Always wonder. You know, if you go to another country where they don't speak English, you ever see a dog in another country and you think, oh, I'm a dog, I'm thinking these thoughts, and then you're like, nope, that's not what it sounds like. Bonjour, je m'appelle Turkey, je suis a gold retriever.
0: What's crazy, though, is they all speak English.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: Well, that's why notoriously, you know, Europeans should not have animals.
2: Oh, because there's a language barrier.
0: Imagine living your whole life with someone speaking to you in a different language, and you simply cannot understand.
1: I have a friend who's married to, to um, someone from China, and that's the same thing. He won't learn, and neither will she. They're so stubborn.
0: That's a, kind of a beautiful romance. You know, I bet, they, I bet the, the one language we all speak,
2: body language.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Real quick, I just want to clarify. When you said, they are so stubborn, can you just go ahead and make a just make that clear who you speaking of? Because you said my friend married a Chinese person and then you said they are so stubborn. And I just want to make sure that everybody knows that you're not saying that in as a rule, the Chinese are very stubborn.
1: No, I didn't mean that. I meant them, the two and the couple. The two and the couple are stubborn because she won't learn and he won't learn. And they have very tense dinner parties with a lot of eye looking arounds. And I'm like, should I just get it? I'll get it. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I'll get the butter. You know, sh- fool me once, shame on me. No, no fool me that's once. It's not the one. Right. No. Fool me- anyway, I'm not going back to their house. The Chinese aren't stubborn. They're very generous. They gave us an alphabet, the whole thing. Ugh. You no, know,
0: I feel like I should take this moment to clarify too. I've actually never talked to an animal in Europe. I've never been to Europe. I'm afraid of planes. Oh, why? You know, some people call this control freak stuff. But I, I have this sneaking suspicion that I would make a really good pilot.
2: And knowing
0: how good I could be at it, I don't
2: really trust anyone else. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. And I have to be honest with you. If I was on a plane and you walked on that plane, I would say to the person in charge, please let Cousin fly this plane. I just feel better. I just feel safer. Please let this happen. And then they wouldn't, and then I'd probably get kicked off. But it wouldn't be for not wearing a mask.
0: We like masks here. If I can personally train people in a mask while, you know, I'm sweating and they're sweating, you can wear a mask on a plane. Besides, planes are cold, I hear. So enjoy the face sock.
1: So when when we found out that you, now, is that the correct term, cousin, you want us to use pet psychic? How do you feel about that term?
0: Uh, You know, I feel fine with it. You know, I kind of vacillate back and forth from pet medium to pet psychic, depending on who's listening and if I can see that they're doubting me or not. Because um, pet medium makes people who are doubters feel very comfortable. But pet psychic
2: excites lesbians. Yeah, and and ansexuals. But also, I want you to know, I don't think you should even say medium because that don't undersell yourself. There's nothing medium about you. Go lodge. That's it. Lodge and in charge. It's like when people are Mennonite. Just be Amish. I agree with that because the distinction, it's just such a, it's a fine, fine line between Mennonite and Amish. And I don't care enough to learn the difference. God bless them.
1: I'd also say if you're Quaker, I mean, be Amish. I don't know. I I don't know. I haven't looked it up. I was just going to say if you're Quaker,
2: enough's enough. Just it's, let's. Be a
0: Freemason. Be a Freemason and be quiet.
1: What's yeah, a Shriner? Yeah. What's a Shriner?
0: Shriners are those men uh, that that hold children. They Kind of what you guys are talking about, but the opposite. They are kind of like the world's uncles.
2: Yeah, well, they're kind of Funkley when you think about it, because they drive around with a fez in those tiny little cars. And that's got Funkle, that's big Funkle energy all over the place in every parade. And... A thing that drives me nuts about Shriners is that they don't obey. Go off, queen.
1: How do they get anywhere? They're driving in figure eights. They're in the circles. You know, they're in those circles that looks like a big hula hoop. If you could get diabetes from a hula hoop, those things would be riddled with diabetes. Those men don't fit in there. I don't trust you to cure children if you can't take care of yourself. When we know
0: that the only thing that cures children is cardio.
2: Yeah, we do know that. Now, let me ask you this. You guys ever seen a Shriner getting in or out of that little car?
1: I never have. That's a process at best. I bet they get buried in them.
2: If you're listening to this and you're a Shriner, please... I was going to say call in, but this is a live radio show. We record these weeks in advance. But if you could email us at thosewhoan at gmail.com. Explain yourselves. I think we want to think you're doing well. We want to think you're doing good. But also what are you and why and how and why do you drive figure eights and it's it's unnatural
1: cousin how did you know when did you know that you could talk to animals and they could talk back when because that's got to be a standout moment for you
0: oh i remember it very clearly i was sitting at a friend's house i was about 19 years old i had no money to my name and i was sitting on a friend's sofa and uh, or couch, depending on where you're from. And I remember looking at her dog, and the dog looking back at me, and the dog just whispering, "You're gonna be a millionaire."
2: <gasps> so the dog
1: was also psychic.
0: Well, I, I, um, I can talk to them. Is what I realized.
1: No, no, hold on. We get that, but this, this dog, wow.
2: What are you doing with that dog? Where's the dog? Where's the dog now? Is the dog a millionaire? The dog is a psychic too. And I don't want to say that I'm not so impressed by your gifts, but if that dog's a psychic as well, you guys should be in business together.
0: I don't want to make you guys sad, but that dog got put down.
1: That's a conspiracy, I bet. I bet they get embroiled in a conspiracy theory. Like, the dog knew too much and escaped from a lab. Oh, have you guys seen Stranger Things? The dog got out... Hold on,
2: wait. You didn't even hear what you said. Huh? That dog, that dog escaped from a lab, which is the type of dog.
1: Yeah, the dog escaped from a Labrador retriever, and they had been kept at a scientific place.
2: Now, Labrador
0: was probably glamoring that dog.
2: Yeah, probably. I feel like Labradors could charm the pants off of anyone or anything, even if they're not wearing pants. One in eight dogs actually get glamored by Labradors every year. One in eight, that's high. When you think about how many dogs there are, that's got
1: to be in the millions. So this dog told you you were going to be a millionaire. Now, if I was looking at a dog and it told me that, I'd think, okay, what, okay, had a bit, huh, I don't know what I'd think, because I don't really do a lot of drugs, but I'd think, okay, something got in my Benadryl, but you, you, You now what did you do?
2: You kind of do crystal meth every day. You kind of do.
1: A little bit. Benadryl takes the-
2: are you taking Benadryl and Claritin? Because that's a double dose of Sudafed, I think.
1: Are you no. sure? I think ben- Benadryl's a downer.
2: Yeah, it's not a double dose of Sudafed. I was wrong about that. I immediately retract that statement.
1: It really cuts the anxiety I get from the Claritin. So the dog tells you you're going to be a millionaire. What's your immediate reaction? Are you thinking, uh, okay, something's wrong? Do you immediately communicate with the dog? How does it then well, transpire my immediate from
0: there? Reaction, not what one might expect, was be quiet. I'm watching the TV. What were you watching? Friends, and I remember I was watching Friends not because I like it, but because everyone talks about it. And I remember being like, "What? What is this? You know, do I need to know
2: this to be cool in school?" Which one was it? Was it the one where they were like, "Pivot," or was it the one where somebody was like, "Could you be any more this?" Or was it the one where it was like, "We were on a break." Which one was it? I could keep going. It
0: was the it was the episode where that tall guy burst through the door. You know, curly hair, waving. Kramer. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, Jerry! And I don't remember what happened. And then there was a little guy, and then there was uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Was that maybe Seinfeld? I'm going to be honest with you. I know, like, very few Jewish people.
1: Ugh, same. I don't even know where to meet them. I should go back to school.
2: Hmm. What's wrong? What's wrong with you two? No. Jewish people are everywhere, and they're wonderful. And by the way, if you heard this and you thought, yeah, yeah, where are the Jewish people? Don't you dare. Don't you dare, unless you're going to go support them. If you don't want to support them, you can see yourself out of this podcast.
1: Can I just say this? Can I just say this? uh, This is what I would ask. Just tell more people you're Jewish. Exactly. You look like, like everybody else. Yeah. I don't know who's a Jew and who's not a Jew. There's got to be a way that they can demarcate that they're Jewish so that I know, so I can be like, ah, oh, finally, I know Jews. Did you wear some
0: kind of necklace
2: or something that would show? That's yeah. the thing I was just going to say to you, too, is did you ever see somebody with a six-sided star on their chest? It's called the Star of David. That's, that's a that's... Chicago flag star. No, those are, those, the, the, that would, then that would be like, what, a seven of them? Six, five?
1: Is that a hot spot for Jews, Chicago?
2: Everywhere is. Oh, geez.
1: All right. All I'm saying is I would love it. Look, if you see me on the street and you're Jewish, tell me you're Jewish. You just want to
2: get excited. Remember the other day we were talking to Auntie Maud and you said Christmas smells like pine. Does Hanukkah smell like sand?
1: And I didn't get an answer. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, really? What was it?
2: I think the consensus was that Hanukkah smells like oil or candles or chocolate gelt. Or I believe we also said that it smelled like latkes. Is it latkes or latkes? See, this is where somebody who is Jewish would help us. Yeah,
0: I do know uh, some things about Jewish people. I remember a very beautiful song that I was taught as a child. Hanukkah, Hanukkah, eight days and nights, celebrate the miracle of bone. What a wonder for each boy and girl to listen to the story that is told.
1: Oh, I thought that was ending with horn. I was worried. What, there was, she, why would you think horns were there? Horn rhymes with told, the, the word that came before it. Did okay. anyone else
2: think I had a really good voice? I thought yes. you had a gorgeous voice. And maybe, and listen, I said what I said. I'm glamored, but, but I think you have a really gorgeous voice. I
0: may, and you know, maybe that's my million dollar track. That, so that's, I'm going to come back to this. So I, I meet this dog. This dog, while I'm watching Friends, says to me, you're going to be a millionaire. Once again, I do not know him. Um, And and the dog says, you're going to be a millionaire. And I look back and I said, quiet, I'm watching TV. And the dog said, focus up and focus now. You're going to be a millionaire.
2: All right, hold the phone. So not only are you talking to this dog, who also happens to be a psychic, but it also sounds like this dog is a bit of a motivational speaker. Focus up. That's advice. Whose dog was this?
0: My friend. Well we were it's complicated. This is a friend who uh, we Was were it a thing of, where
2: you were dating and they were unsure of their sexuality? Yes, yeah, sure Yeah. are not making
0: it That is hundred percent what it was. Is that yeah. what you were really gonna say? That
2: is literally a hundred percent what I was gonna say.
0: Yep, been there.
2: We've, We've all, all been
0: there. there. Um, you know well, what?
2: actually probably Pat, you haven't been there, but the rest of us on this little chat have
1: Unfortunately, every person I've ever been with I thought straight as an arrow. Well, ugh, nope. Who was it? Huh? Who wasn't? I dated like six who wasn't who wasn't straight as an arrow? Most. Yeah. Most.
2: I feel like that's everybody.
1: Well, like a friend of us has said there's no uh, what is what is what does this person say? They say, oh, you think you know what's going on. You don't cuz sexuality or gender and your things it's a circle and it's um, decentralized. That's a- it's decentralized. Your sexuality is decentralized. And it's true. I believe that to be true now. And I thank God my eyes were opened because I thought, oh God, everyone, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yes, so so this is great. So the dog and then the dog. Yeah, go ahead, keep up.
0: Well, so, you know, I leave the apartment. Episodes finished. I leave the apartment and I just start kind of paying attention. I start realizing that a lot of, Dogs that I'm passing on the street are giving me compliments.
2: Is that crazy? It sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy. You deserve them. I. You could tell. You deserve all of them. You could tell me, honest to God, anybody gave you a compliment, and I would say, yeah, it's deserved.
1: Plus, I really appreciate that. Plus, those dogs are closer to your calves, and you have very well-defined calves. You I do. do. A lot
2: of work to
0: keep them up. A lot of work. I want them to look more like a bicep and less like stick
1: if you had a thumb on your toes you'd be able to lift things with your feet
0: i hate that saying because i do have that thumb
1: <clears throat>
2: that is a popular saying that we've heard a lot and because you're not missing a thumb so were you just born with you got two thumbs
0: and i got no, I, I got three thumbs
2: and one big toe
0: one big toe
1: is it like a dew claw? you know like for dogs when the that that dew claw is higher up on the leg or is the is your thumb with your toes can i show you yeah yeah Oh my God! Now I would have assumed that's your big toe, but then I saw I saw your big toe, and then I saw a thumb. and you have a thumb ring,? Mm-hmm.
2: Which is so cool.
0: I oh, wish I was cool enough to pull that off. Didn't you no. know that it actually checks my temperature for COVID? The ring? The, yeah, the toe ring.: I got it from my friend who's in the NBA.
2: Offline. you gotta tell me who this is. I wish it was WNBA, but that's okay because I love we love basketball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I love it when they dribble up and down the court. Remember that
1: song?
0: Loved it. I harmonized with you at the end. You
2: did? Court. That
1: was so good. I I just have to call this out, and I I also would like you, cousin, to receive as much business as you can from from maybe being on the podcast. You communicated with a turtle that I had many years ago, a red slider, and I just, you know, when you said that this is something that you did, I asked, and you did this so, so kindly at a friend rate, but you did, you were able to contact the turtle and let me know that, uh, that she was at peace, and uh, what a gift that you give people, truly.
0: Thank you. I, I remember when you asked me to do that, and I remember thinking, that it's crazy. It feels like I've known this turtle my whole life,
1: That's how she was,
0: that's how she was. That was her energy to a T, and it's her energy in, I I don't know what to, I'm not gonna call it an afterlife, I'm gonna call it the sphere, because that's how I picture it in my head.
2: Because it's uh, also a circle, because it's also a circle. That's exactly right. The themes. And you have to. Decentralize. What?
1: Decentralize? Decentralize.
0: I wasn't gonna say that. Um,
2: Oh no, what were you gonna say? (laughs) Oh, I got it wrong. Oh, I'm so you, sorry, Megs.
1: You're not psychic. You didn't know. You didn't know. No, but
2: I felt like we were being led down a path, and I—did I just disappoint you, cousin? Because I felt like I was doing so good. Oops. I felt you like did I was not doing so
0: disappoint good. me. Listen to me. You did not disappoint me. I just had to let you sit in it. Sometimes when we make big goops, big embarrassing goops, we have to sit in it. That's part of the pet
2: stuff coming in. I feel like.
0: Exactly. You know, we have to sit in, just like you when, you when I am contacting animals, I sit in this, maybe you wouldn't understand, but this part of myself I call a soul, and I sit inside of my soul and I look at the animal, or I imagine the animal, I look at a photo of the animal or a piece of the animal's clothing I'll hold, and the animal will just tell me all about themselves. And, you know, one of the things that I remember learning about your turtle is that she identified as a trans man so i gotta switch the pronouns he identified as a trans man
1: it explains That's a funny. lot of my interactions because i was not aware I, I because i wasn't listening hard enough you made that point that i really wasn't listening you know and i could have been a better listener and i feel like i really disappointed him you know you but didn't. yeah yeah you didn't I,
0: I, because you some something we think is that in death our growth stops which is obviously obviously not true in death in death we learn more about ourselves than we ever could in the human sphere so while some people are lucky enough to transition in life others like your turtle had to wait to the afterlife to come to the conclusion that they were truly a man and i I found that beautiful
1: and you said i'd I'd be able to meet him you know in the afterlife i wouldn't recognize him right away because he doesn't have a shell anymore that he would be a a mustache your mustache, which he's going to have to come up to be, because I'm going to say, "I oh, my God, is that you, Terry?
2: <laughs> I feel like you would recognize any, like, if, if there's a turtle out there, out of their shell, which I didn't even, I don't know that you can do because I think the shell is part of the body. But if Terry has gone to a better place and has now become this whole new entity, finally living their gender truth, I mean, it would be scary to see a turtle without a shell, but what a beautiful homecoming for you to see Terry with a mustache. You know, but also I just want to say this thing that, and and maybe I'm wrong about this, and both of you correct me if I'm wrong, but... One of the things that I love about you, Pat, is that when you were corrected by cousin on your turtle's pronouns, you didn't explain, you didn't make an issue of it, you said thank you, and you switched to the proper pronouns, and I love that about you, because you weren't like, but the way you're presenting, no, that's not our business, our business is to listen and to say thank you for correcting me, it will not happen again, or if it does, it was a mistake, I'll fix it, it'll be better next time.
0: You have a very, uh, you have an energy that is very open to criticism, Pat. Oh, it's if nice enjoy
1: it. that's going to be on my tombstone. Open to criticism. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll say this. I've had people in my life like Megs and cousin and, and so many of our other friends who have helped me to learn and grow. And like you cousin saying, it's okay to be uncomfortable. I think that is so true. And more people need to say, I'm okay being, unco- being uncomfortable. I'm okay. You know, so what if I'm wrong? It's better to be wrong, acknowledge being wrong and make it right than what, all, all the time going uh I got a neighbor, I got to name a neighbor, Bill. And he's always screaming I mean he's very ill, but he's always screaming off his porch that he won't change and ah he's just he's reading just Chirons and then coming out on his porch and yelling, What a miserable life. Anyway, thank you. That's very kind and I appreciate it. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be where I am without friends like you who, who make me a better person every day.
0: You know, Pat, I, I just want you to know that I mess up on pronouns all the time. And, you know, I have asked people to use they them for me. And sometimes when I'm telling stories about myself from back before I had these pronouns, I, I'll sometimes slip up and say she. And uh, it's weird. It's like, it's like I'm giving people around me the benefit of knowing that I once looked like more of a woman. Pronouns are tricky. And I, I think they're, they're tricky because there's so much identity involved in them. And we're all embarrassed to make mistakes. So once again, Pat, your energy is very welcome.
1: That's nice of you to say. And uh, how timely, because last week I did mention that my mail carrier has boobs and I had made an assumption about her gender or their gender. And you know what? The next time she comes to deliver mail tomorrow, I'm going to run up on her and tell, no. tell them that I don't, I don't know nothing about them.
2: No, okay, but remember how we're just gonna let your mail carrier do their job? I think it's the mail carrier. That's what. See. Thank you. But mail. But remember, it's it's M A I L. It's it's a homonym. So, but but what I want you guys to know is that Pat, we fully support you supporting your mail carrier. The problem then becomes you don't know this cousin, but Pat's mail carrier has a leg,
1: sideways leg.
2: It's it's like perpendicular, and so. uh Pat ran out to help, has met the mail carrier every day to try and take over their duties, which is sweet, but perhaps misplaced, you know, helping, uh, what's that thing called where you, um, where you mean, you mean to help, but it's bad. Not I'm getting bad, a vision. What? Oh God. I'm what getting, is it? A, I'm getting a vision from the leg.
0: Oh God. This has never happened to me before. The, the leg is telling me and it's going, it's kind of shrugging its shoulders and it's saying I'm fine. <gasps>
1: The leg has shoulders,
2: but also, oh my God, what a gift.
1: My turtle has a mustache and this leg has shoulders, and that is the beauty of this inscrutable world we live in. Oh.
2: Was inscrutable one of your words? Oh, good,
1: good. Wait, what, what was that, cousin?
2: Decentralized. And I said, was inscrutable one of your words?
1: Yeah, that was today's word. It means, I don't know.
2: So good, though. I bought it. Good job. Okay, cousin, I got a question bit of a follow-up here earlier you said you know sofa or couch depending on where you're from now i thought it was just what is this thing called it's either a sofa or a couch but is it regional it's incredibly regional
0: are you from northeast ohio or southeast ohio
2: and that's it it's those are the two
0: yes and then everywhere else it's a sofa couch
2: or a love seat I thought a loveseat was an entirely different piece of furniture. I feel like an asshole.
1: What's I, a divan? What is that? A smoa? Smoa? And were Ottomans named
2: after the empire? Or is that just some sort of coincidence? 100%. We could accept that across the board. Yeah,
1: 100%. Do you ever, like, Whoopi Goldberg get tired of animals yelling at you?
2: I have heard some nasty things from animals.
1: Why did animals
2: yell at Whoopi Goldberg?
1: Because she had those sisters, and they were running that thing, and the she could nuts? talk... No, that wasn't it. Was it that one? Okay, maybe it was. She was at the nuns, and now wait a second. She witnessed a murder. That's the, the
2: nuns' one. Sister okay, Act. then yeah,
1: yeah. So in Sister Act, um, th- she got bothered by all these. Okay, in the movie, I guess it wasn't animals; it was people. But they were all yelling at her, and they were dead. And she had had it, you know. This cannot and, be Sister Act. Are you sure? Yeah, because because it was remember. a murder. It was a murder. Well,
2: that's Sister Act, but this is a different one this murder all right
1: yeah yeah right i think it's hmm. oh anyway. oh
2: jump a jack flash no oh. the color purple
1: no the color i never purple. saw that i knew i couldn't handle it i never saw the color purple um i think it's beautiful i've never seen it um Yeah. but anyway it was one where trust me maybe it was snl or something ghost
2: ghost we don't talk about snl in my presence ghost oh
1: a ghost yeah okay is that the one where there's a murder and then that sweet man who is no longer with us god he oh my god the guy from oh what it was richard dreyfus no
2: No! is richard dreyfus gone
1: no no none of these people are gone
2: oh
1: oh wait no the guy is gone yeah richard dreyfus died but in real life no
2: what I'm texting my niece right now. All right, text her.
1: But anyway, the point is, there's a movie with Rippy Goldberg. A bunch of people are talking at her who are dead, and she just has had it up to, you know, here. I'm I'm, I'm indicating above my head. Now, the question is, cousin, do you feel that way sometimes? Have you... I mean, you wouldn't go to a dog park, would you?
0: Oh, I've been to a dog park. And it is... It just... I walk away with a migraine. So many dogs shouting, you're going to be a millionaire. You're going to be a millionaire.
1: The message is always the same? Yeah, I was just going
2: to say that. So... Is it always, you're gonna be a millionaire?
0: Uh, For the most part, yeah. Wow,
2: good for them.
0: That or they're they're coming out, um, they're coming out with a new gender expression and that's pretty much, that's it. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so I I can tell, I can tell if your dog is uh, gay, trans, non-binary, or thinks I'm gonna be a millionaire. Not I'm just, just dogs, though. So. Understanding anything else? Not just dogs. No, turtles. Um, is it just cats. dogs and
1: turtles? Yeah.
0: Not cats. They're tricky and um, holding. They're energy
1: top. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, now this is personal, and it's just making me. But it's making me think, cousin, because you and I and Mags have gone to Olive Garden. And I can't tell you, I've never paid for a meal with you at Olive Garden, and I'm just curious. And let me know if I cross the line. I mean, are are you are you on your way to millionaire? Are you? I mean, just I'm guess I'm curious if this is an accurate prediction by the pets that uh, are yelling at well, you.
0: Well, I'm glad you asked. No, my my technique at restaurants and for uh, I don't know why more people don't do this. I say I've got it, and then I just leave the restaurant.
2: Oh, so we've been stealing. From the Olive Garden?
1: for.
0: I've never stolen in my life. I just say, I've got it, and then we
2: leave.
1: I mean, really, what you have is a tab.
2: You're like Norm Peterson. That's from the show Cheers. You might not know it, but you're like Norm Peterson. I would say, I I don't know what to do
0: about this tab business. I don't really even know what you guys are talking about on this one. I just say, I got it, and I leave, and if I... Uh, <laughs> It's just upsetting to think I would owe anyone
2: money. I barely have any.
1: It explains why one time that waitress pulled my hair. That's always
2: tricky, too, because you never know what, like, is that... Was she, like, into you? Was it, like, a kink thing? Like, she wanted to grab a fistful of those curls. Or did she think you were dining and dashing? The thing is, though, cousin, now this is all starting to make sense because I've never seen you sign a credit card receipt. I've never seen you throw a couple 20s on the table, I I never saw you do that. So this is starting to add up. And you know what I'm just going to do? I'm going to make a call to all of God and I'll just fix it. If, If I owe
0: from all the times I said I got it, then I'm not a millionaire. I'm a minus millionaire.
2: Like the president.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, I'm just putting it together, though, that you've also worn different garb when we've gone back. One time you looked just like Tom Selleck. And I thought, I love this look on you. It's very mm-hmm. sexy, but it, it was a mustache and a hairpiece.
0: I was trying to look like Terry.
1: Oh my god, that's so kind. Oh my god. Ugh. All right. Okay.
2: Take a sec. You could take a sec.
1: I mean, is this—is this crazy to say that maybe in the afterlife, Terry and I might be more than friends? What?
2: I just always. Buddy, I... Hold on. I know you're about to. I know what you're about to say. You're about to say. I've always had a connection with Terry. We always hit it off. And I love that I think maybe that might just have made you pansexual, but a thing that I want you to be aware of is your standards and how low they are. Not that Terry wasn't an amazing turtle, but also that, you know, you deserve things in your earthly life, if I may borrow from cousin, from your human sphere that are um, better than you dating your turtle. I'm getting a vision. (gasps)
0: Oh, Terry is incredibly open to this,
2: and I'm going to be a millionaire. First of all, of course, you're going to be a millionaire. None of us ever doubted that. Second of all, I'm glad Terry's open to it. Will Terry be larger than a turtle in the afterlife?
0: No, 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 Pat.
1: Well, maybe I'll get small. Pat, how? Because isn't heaven like you can be whatever? You know, What? Okay, let's say I live a long life. I die at 96. I am basically three dry flakes of skin taped together by spittle and a wig. Is that how I have to spend eternity? Or when I get up there, do they say, what form would you like to take? And I say, a woman turtle.
0: They take you at your hottest. And that's That's why working out is so important.
2: Which leads us to all of the work that you've done on us. But I don't. But I, may I, before we go on to how great you are, which I will talk about all day, because there's something about you that makes me tingle. But Pat, why, first of all, to assume that now that Terry's a man, he's a straight turtle. That's. I don't think you can leap to those conclusions. Not that he would be vision. open it. Okay. What? Okay.
0: Terry identifies as straight, and I.
2: And he's and his. He's packing. Oh. Okay, that does change things because we know old girl loves some penetration, huh?
1: I'm a penetration person. I'm a pee That's what I identify as. I don't even, I don't. I don't
2: no, huh? no. You got to change that.
1: Pee-pee. You
2: call yourself a pee-pee. No, no. That's, that means that means panous You can't do that.
1: Why can't I be penetrated with a panouse?
2: No, 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 no. I'm saying pee People call, for little, for little kids, they say- like, Oh,
1: no, I don't, no, God, oh my God. Okay, well, look, we're not gonna resolve this today because if this is what I want, this is what I want. I supp- you know I'm you gonna support. have a wild dream. Want- I'm gonna have a wild dream tonight. I'm gonna have a wild, wy- I'm gonna take, oh my God, I'm gonna take, oh, I'm gonna do a little bit of NyQuil and have an eatable and I am going to dream. But you,
2: why are there so many drugs being mixed I, I, this is why we should have got, you know what? This is why we should have got condos next to each other because there's so many drugs and I know, you know, we have an agreement. I know what I'm supposed to do. If, God forbid, I'm the person who finds you when you're 96, take together with a wig some spittle. But I don't want you to really accidentally drug yourself to death. So can we kind of be on the same page about that? Cousin, yeah. is she safe? Oh yeah. That's not how you pass.
1: Ooh. Do you know? Ooh
2: that I do not share. That's, But that's fair, I think everybody would be asking you. You know, one time I saw a show where a woman was a psychic in real life, and she wore a hat. Did you ever, you know who I'm talking about? This woman wore a hat, and she would say to the spirits, when my hat is off, that is when you may approach me. But when my hat is on, this is me time, and it's not time for me to be a psychic. And I don't know if she was British or not. I want to imagine, just because I love the accent, you know, But I remember very clearly, she was a woman with short, uh, dark, curly hair. She had her own show on, like, you know, TLC, A Lifetime, or something like that. And she would say, like, hey, what's... Not if there's grass on the field, play ball. But you know what I'm saying.
1: I love that expression. It's so illustrative, you know? Also, why didn't she do it backwards? Does she love her hat? Because I'd say, if I'm wearing the hat, come at me. But this woman must sleep in that hat.
2: I think she thought it was, like, blocking... You know, keep it like, you know how people uh, who are uh, maybe not sane will wear tinfoil on their heads to block alien transmissions?
0: Oh, that's correct.
2: Oh, well, my apologies then. Withdrawn. No you? Did you always know because you knew you were going to be, well, since that dog told you, a millionaire and you're very physically fit and impressive and. You're crying? Yeah, a little bit. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. Talk to me. Talk to me. That's the problem. That's all I want to do.
1: Comparison is the thief of joy. What? No. Wait, did you think I was comparing my body to Cousin's body? You just listed just, like, just, you know, uh, v- very physically fit and uh, millionaire and all that. And I thought I thought I saw some spiraling happening No, there. I
2: went into a fugue state. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't even remember saying that. I You're so attractive. Thank you. He brings tears to my eye. Listen to,
0: me. Listen to me, Mag. You are so attractive. Huh. You are so tr- What do we talk about when we work out? We're not working out to...
2: How I hate myself.
0: No. 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 No.
2: Well, that's what I talk about. That's kind of a... You said Chiron earlier. I thought I always thought it was Chiron, so I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's, that's kind of what's going on in my mind. Is it Chiron or a Chiron of how much I hate myself?
0: Chiron is my
2: mother's name. First name?
0: First name, yeah.
1: Now, is that Jewish?
0: I, it, I think it's Shriner. Uh now, yeah. Now, when we work out, what do we talk about, Mags? We say, you're not working to change our body. We are working to elevate our body to our mind, yeah. okay? So yeah, you're yeah. literally lifting your body up to where your mind is. Your mind is so powerful. Why can't your body be that powerful, right? We're not changing the way that we look because we love the way that we look.
2: We are just making our body stronger, strong as our minds. I don't know that I've heard you say your body so much, and do you guys mind, I'm just going to go get a glass of water.
1: Hmm. While, while she's getting that water, cousin, why don't you, because Mags and I kind of know this very interesting part of your life, but, you know, we always ask I guess, take us to your happy place, take us to your nieces and your nephews, mm-hmm. and what does that mean for you, and who are these people, and what's going on?
2: And I'm back, and uh, also, you know, nibblings. Oh, you remember you when remember remember before when you said you could Did use you a nibbling. Spill? What? You have the energy of someone who spilled. Oh, Yeah. I'm drenched soaking wet my water's fine though
0: my happy place uh great a great question I I never think about that because I find so much joy in the mundanities of life huh I do have someone really important to me and uh that person is not a child or a human being is that person an aunt all my aunts have passed that's not what I meant okay keep going this person that is, uh, brings me so much joy is my cat, David. And uh, huh, here I am. I don't normally cry. Huh.
2: Uh-huh. Uh. How do you do that? How do you not normally cry? That's amazing.
0: I sweat. Oh, yes. What a no.
1: Yeah, you're so. too dehydrated to cry.
0: I am so attached to my cat, David. Do you think- Did you
2: just use quotes when you said cat?
0: Well, you know, because I think of David as so much more than this tiny cat not tiny he's about 40 pounds but i think about him i think about him as so much more than this 40 pound shell of an animal because this is the first person cat shell whatever the first soul that has ever looked at me and not talked about me being a millionaire and i can't i don't know if it's because i can't read david's mind or if it's because david believes that i could be a billionaire
1: now, see, that reminds me of that movie with that guy who invented MySpace, Huh? Anyway, I love... Now, we have seen so many pictures of David. I didn't know, because I've never met him, because I'm very allergic to cats. I've never seen him in person, uh, that he's 40 pounds. But um, what a beautiful... You know, we keep redefining what it really means to be an aunt. We keep expanding what this wonderful universe that we've created of love. And of course, of course, well, it sounds like it's so close, right? And of course, I'd say, you know, uh, David, it, it, you have this great relationship. And you know what it sounds like? It sounds like he challenges you. You can't read his mind. You know, that's on equal footing, that relationship.
2: Yes, and he's so hard to live. Yeah, what is Max Capaz on a cat? I mean, really, is that all right? He's he's in at, he's, at he's at max capacity.
0: He's fine. I, I, you know, I think with David, one of the things that I wanted to do was, was kind of stop all this bullcrap about, you know, you feed an animal three times a day and you only do as much as an animal needs. Well, if David's soul is merely surrounded by an animal's body, his soul could be in anybody. So why not, why not feed him as much as an elephant? Why not feed him as much as gross man? You know, why not feed him as much as he? Whenever he meows, whenever he meows, I assume he's saying, "Feed me now." And so uh, I do it because because he's not he's not my my house servant. He's not my house elf. I'm not you know hiding my socks from this little dude. I am feeding him to make him large and happy. I want him thick. I want what? him so thick.
1: I Is want. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. thirsty
0: I, <laughs> Yes, I want him thirsty and I want. I want him so girthy it's I don't think he'll fit. Through the door into my arms.
1: My dreams are gonna be so weird tonight. Earlier when
2: you said you were allergic to cats, I wondered if you're that hopped up on Claire and D, what happens? I'll sort of get yeah, you know?
1: Well maybe I should you know, cousin if you don't mind, I 'cause I, you know I never take one one step into your home. You know me Wheel I- out over? Oh wait, yeah. Okay, never mind. Oh, actually, could you send me a little bag of David's fur in the mail so I could just see where I'm at? Cause I'm taking a lot of anti-allergy medication, and I'm wondering if if, if I would be fine then.
2: Ah, uh, no one's allergic to cats. Oh wow, I've always been, but maybe I'm not as bad as she is. But maybe I'm thinking. You know what? You're right, and I'm thinking about this the whole wrong way, which is although you know, Pat, you're taking Benadryl too, which means you're blocking those histamines. Jeez, oh man. You're like Iron Man. But also, does that make me a weak individual, a mentally weak person? No, we all allergic? Pick,
0: We all pick things to lie to ourselves about. And I, I think one of the easiest things to lie about is allergies. But, you oh. know, if your body is reacting poorly to something during the day, that's your brain.
2: Wow. My thing is, the thing that I'm always, you know, telling myself that, uh, that I'm lying to myself about is that you're going to be okay but I guess now that I think about it, it's allergies. Hey, you're going to be more than okay. You're going to be a millionaire. Did a dog tell you that or are you telling me that? I'm, I honestly just wanted to make you feel good. It always makes me feel good. So is it true or no? Because Poncho Villa, Poncho Villa, I'm selling, I don't know if you know, I got we a little small business going and I, we really are praying for a miracle because Poncho Villa hasn't taken off yet, but I, I'm really working on it.
0: Do not sell that thing. Do not sell poncho. Do not.
2: Villa. Okay, it's a it's a little kiosk. Poncho Villa, and I write cute things. Sometimes they're pithy, and I put them on a, aprons, ponchos, you know, T-shirts. No, do not sell.
0: Oh. Poncho Villa is your route to
2: millions. Oh. oh, wow. Wow. I think my cup hasn't moved, but I think I spilled.
1: Anyway, so uh, would you say, cousin, that... Uh, you know, your aunts are dead. God bless their souls. And you, you have, your relationship with David is very, um, you know, aunt-like. You are an older or at least a taller friend of a child who's a cat. And so would you say that you have any advice, having been aunted uh, and being this, this adult friend of, of someone that you love, do you have any advice about how to make that relationship good or better, you know, for, for everyone listening out there who's the adult friend of a child? Feed them.
0: Often, feed them well. Whenever I meet you guys at the park, you bring me food. And and so I think of you as my aunts because damn of the- it. God God damn it. No. Now does that mean that that I think of you both as sexless beings? I don't know. Does Davis. David think of me as less than sexy? I don't think so. Are you attracted to David? Did you hear me describe him? Yeah.
1: I think I'm attracted to David.
0: Well, Terry's listening, and he doesn't appreciate that.
1: All right, all right. Let him know I'm kidding. I'm teasing him. I'm teasing. Him. That's the kind of relationship we have. A little jealousy never killed anybody.
0: How did Terry pass?
1: Oh my God, he dried out. <laughs> I was going home. I was going uh, to my. I was going to my sister's, my other sister, for Christmas, and he's a water. He was a water turtle, and that's
2: not your fault. You know who you left him with.
1: Ron. Ron took him out to quote-unquote, play with him. And he, ha- he didn't put him back in the water. And I come back, and Terry is on the linoleum, like this. <laughs> that was his last breath. It was like a dusty last breath. Hadn't been put in the water. Did you-
0: Ron was jealous of Terry.
1: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Jealous
2: of Terry.
0: Let me tell you that. So jealousy di- has killed somebody, and it was Terry.
2: Yeah. You know, I just want to say that every day- Every day I feel guilty that I wasn't available to watch Terry for you, that I had to go and have a procedure done and I said to her, Bring bring Terry to the hospital. Bring Terry to the hospital. I'll do it. I would do it. You had a love back to me. They said I couldn't bring him. I would have done it because I knew I knew I'm not a dog psychic or a clairvoyant or a psychic who talks to dogs that are psychic. I'm none of those things. I'm just an average human woman with a sex drive that you is... are not average. Thank you. No, point you are is, not average. Point is, point is, my sex drive is through the roof. Secondly, th- but you need to know that I would have can I knew it. I, I saw it coming. I knew that Ron was going to do this because he's always been jealous, cousin. He's always been jealous of any relationship. You should have seen the stuff he said about us. I can't stand that son of a bitch. So did I think he was going to be a turtle murder? Yeah, I did. Because he's a dick. A tiny one, we learned.
1: I knew that going in.
2: Which also, by the way, I just want to say, if you listen to this podcast and you have a medically small penis, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a Ron. Ron makes you a Ron.
1: There's other ways he could have done it where the medically small wouldn't have mattered. But he didn't. He, He wasn't interested in learning new things. You know, he was not a curious person. He's yeah. not dead, but he's still not curious.
2: Right. Sometimes when you see somebody and you're like, oh, they're so attractive that I bet they're not good in bed because they're, like, too good and they don't have to work hard. That's the opposite. Ron, it, no offense to, to your taste because you're gorgeous, but Ron is a bridge troll that I cannot stand, and he doesn't even know riddles. That's the thing. You gonna be a bridge troll. At least learn a riddle. We but all find
0: ways to self-harm. And Ron was how you self-harmed.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Anyways, he's a jealous bastard, and I knew it. Cakes. What's that?
0: Mine is rice cakes. I got a really bad filling, and uh, the rice cakes are super dry to eat, and they just it feels like they're scraping the filling. So if I have a bad uh, training session or if I can't tell what a dog is thinking, I just eat a rice cake or two. Punish myself.
2: Oh, God, don't. There's so many other ways to be punished
1: all right. Well, I think um <clears throat> I think we should just um probably wrap it up. Uh I think Megs needs to air herself out a little bit. And um
2: got to put my clothes on the line. Got to put them on the line outside.
1: All right. Okay. All right. We can do that right after we're done. Um well, uh I'm going to go ahead and uh read our mantra for the week. And uh the mantra this week is ants are friends you can ignore boy does that hit home for me and i you know what that means to me is uh, an aunt is uh, will always be there for you no matter how much you ignore the phone calls and the texts and you don't come over and you don't acknowledge that they're there
2: that one made me real sad cousin did you have a reaction to that mantra because that one made me very 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 sad do not ignore your ants they will pass much sooner than you think oh god forbid oh god Oh God, oh, God. I feel like that oh is God. true. Yeah. And you know. You know how they're going to pass, but you just, you you don't say it because it's a burden for you. I mean, I knew how my aunts were going to pass, but what was I going to tell them? Don't take the bus?
1: Oh, you could have.
2: You probably, that one sounds like an easy one. You could have done. Not, I'm not, I would never blame you for anything, but. No,
0: I, yeah, now that I'm hearing it out loud, I feel like that was something I could have.
1: Oh, it's not. It's in the past now. You can't beat yourself up for anything that happened in the past. I bet you did a great work, and and they're in God's loving embrace now, or whomever, whatever you believe in. They're in a tree's arms, or the. I got to you
0: know.
2: go eat your rice cake. Oh. Okay. <gasps> no! She, no! She, no! She, she, she didn't. She had to get somewhere. You couldn't have stopped it. She. She had to take the bus. Please.
1: Well, I hate to end on this kind of energy because it feels real diffuse, uh, real all over the place, but. It is what it is. Uh, I just want to say uh, a million thank yous for truly being uh, a light in a life, cousin. Uh, you oh, you came in it how... felt like it was purposeful.
2: That's how you could... Are you all right? Oh. It's dry. Sorry, guys. Oh. I was going to say a million thank yous. That does make you a millionaire. Thank you. I've been arrested by you. Take me...
1: Well, I'm starting to feel like a third wheel, and I feel that way all the time, even watching TV shows. So I'm going to hang it up. Uh, I just want to say, you know, we love you very much, cousin.
2: All love. All love.
1: And I love you, Megs.
2: I love you, Pat. Love you, cousin. And I I mean that like as a a friend.
1: You're going to be a millionaire. (gasps) You know what I just found out? I just found out something so big. You want to know what it was? I found out that you were all excited about the episode you just listened to. Thanks
2: for listening! To Those Who Ain't, a Baby Makers podcast starring Colleen Doyle as your Aunt Pat and Dana Curcioli as your Auntie Megs. If you liked this podcast, you have to subscribe, rate, and review us. Cousin was played by the incredibly delightful ER Fight Master. You can find them on Shrill and you can find Shrill on Hulu. Our theme song was performed by The Q's and you can follow them at The Cues Music on Instagram. Follow Those Who Ain't on Instagram and Twitter. And if you have any questions for The Ants, email us at those who went at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, stay healthy, wear a mask, and for God's sakes, call your aunt.